Welcome to the Not-For-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. G'day, Justin Hall from RightSource here, talking not-for-profits and boards and company secretary work. Now, a lot of people ask, and especially when you first starting to work with them as a company secretary and work on the governance side, how long, how much time do you need for each meeting? And so say for a two to three hour board meeting, quite often my response is you know, around 15 hours, 15 to 20 hours depending on the complexity. People go, really? That's a lot of time. And I suppose it, it comes back to, so what I want to talk through today is a little bit more detail as to why it takes that long, ideally. Um, and philosophically, it's really about you know, planning versus execution. And the more that you plan and get your and prepare for the execution, the smoother the execution will go. So it's like the analogy, um, the most efficient way to cut down a tree is you actually spend more time sharpening the axe than cutting the tree. So how do we sharpen the axe for board meetings? This is what we want to talk about today. So let me talk you through a normal cycle that we would do, ideally. Um, and you know, you can't always do all of this, but this is, I suppose, giving you an understanding of, from a, a, a company secretary point of view, what I would see is the ideal um, cadence in getting ready for a board meeting. So where I would start is you'd want to have a meeting with the CEO and the chair to talk about the agenda for the upcoming meeting. So you want to do this two to three weeks out, maybe even four weeks out, depending on how often you're having board meetings. Um, to really talk through what are the, so with the CEO, being able to have the CEO say, well, this is the, the issues that are coming up. These are the things we need decisions made on. This is the projects that are underway that we want to talk about. Throw that into the mix. The chair would obviously have um, specific items that the board's interested in seeing that they're wanting to follow up on, that there's information that they're seeking. And then I suppose where the COSEC comes in is also looking, making sure that what's on the, the work plan for the board, um, specific obligations that are coming up, you know, AGMs, financial reports, but also in terms of normal governance processes, in terms of reviewing policies, uh, making sure performance reviews are done. Those things are considered in terms of the timing of the board. So you, you throw all of that together, and that can be a lot of stuff. So. The three of you are then able to talk through, okay, what's, what's the priority for the meeting? And then also what's the flow of the agenda so that um, you can have specific time where executives are there, you can have in-camera sessions if you need them, and the flow of the meeting then works efficiently and moves from one topic to the next, but also takes consideration on how long that meeting's gonna be. So sometimes you actually have to cut stuff and say, well, we've got too much on, we're gonna push that either to the next meeting or look to have uh, an ad hoc meeting if that's, there's something like a large topic that needs some larger discussion but it's urgent and book that in or, or defer it to the next meeting or even to some stuff where it comes up like well that doesn't actually need to go to the board we could put that to a committee so it's really that planning stage on what are we going to talk about at the board meeting to make maximum use of the time and also I think you want to make sure that the really heavy stuff is up front and the lighter stuff to an extent is towards the end because you know, people's attention and, and time does 
tend to wane towards the end. That's the first step of that meeting in terms of setting the agenda. Once you've sort of got a feel for the agenda, it's also then talking through, not necessarily the detail of what's in the papers, but what sort of your shared expectations of the, the papers are going to be, and also the decisions that you're asking of the board, because this is quite important in putting the papers together. What decisions are you asking of the board? And that should all tie into the agenda. So then you can go away from that meeting, um, at least the, chairs know, the chair knows what's, what's coming forward. The CEO and the company secretary can then go away and make sure that the next step is done um, efficiently, which is creating the papers. So creating the papers is, is a bit of an iterative process. Ideally, what you want to have then is after your first meeting where you set the agenda and there's a first cut of the papers are presented already, that the CEO and the company secretary have an opportunity to go through those papers and just see if they are, one, clear. <laughs> um, so, and when I mean clear, really some couple of really basic points. One, that the paper is asking the board the question that, you, that the board needs to answer which then comes back to having that initial discussion about the agenda, you know what the board should be getting asked. Well, making sure that paper is asking that question and that it's clear that that's what that paper is asking. And then from that decision it's asking the board to make, does it have the information in it that really um, supports that decision? So an analogy that I've heard is that does the paper, is it a wet fish? Does it slap the board member in the face and say, this is what we need to know, or this is what the decision we need to, you to make. This is the information you've got to make the decision. It's up to you now to make the decision. That's what you want board papers to say. If they don't say that, so when you do your first read and they don't say that, you want time to be able to provide feedback and get those papers refreshed. So this is why you want to do this meeting with the CEO probably two weeks out from the board meeting so that those one, you can have that confidence session with the CEO, make sure that your interpretation and their interpretation is correct in terms of what you're asking the board. And then if the paper's not saying that, you know, be able to provide feedback and input as to how you could create the paper a bit better, what other information you might need. And quite often it's, what's the next question? So what I find, because, and that's the benefit of being a company secretary, is that I'll get these first draft of papers and I'll read through them and quite often I'll go well have you thought of this question or what like because and that will quite often be the next the question the directors ask so if you can try and take care of that next question in doing your board papers you're much more likely to get to a very well, a quicker decision or at least a decision the other thing you also want to talk to the CEO about and you probably wanted to have talked to, in terms of creating the agenda as well, is make sure the action items that have flown over from the last meeting have also been dealt with. So sure you've got the agenda, but you'll have carryover items that will have come from previous board meetings as well. Make sure that those are being dealt with in the papers. So it's, it's good to look at the agenda and go tick, 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 yes, we've got papers for that. Action items outstanding, where are they all at? And it's also um, useful to present the board an updated action items list at the next meeting, so you can say, well, either the, that action item is dealt with at agenda item X, or that action item has been distributed outside of the board meeting. So when you're going through the action items at the board meeting, you can go through them quite quickly and not have to dwell on them because either they're covered in the papers, they've been actioned elsewhere, and the only things the board would be talking about is any action items that are outstanding. So 
that's your first meeting with the CEO and to talk through the board papers, make sure they flow, make sure the next question's answered, and make sure they're slapping the, the directors in the <laughs> with the wet fish in the face to say, this is what we need. So you do that, there's another um, period of time that papers are able to be modified. You then get the final, effectively the final papers ready to compile and distribute. As a company secretary, you still then read through that again. Make sure that the notes that you took in terms of both what the agenda initially, what we're trying to achieve, secondly, any changes that were made when discussing the CEO have been incorporated, and you do another read through. Now, quite often, you will find another question that hasn't been answered, or something might have been done not quite right, and there's no time left to, or your time pressure, there's always time. There's, your time pressure to get the board papers out. You need to then make a, a, often a call as to whether the papers go out with the other question that you found, which, you know, if it's not critical of the decision making, yes, they go out. But what you can then do as a company secretary with those other things that you find is feed that back to the CEO, feed that back to the executive and say, look, in reading through the papers, these are a few other questions that came to mind. Be prepared for that in the meeting. So what you're doing is then you're helping the executive be prepared with other questions that might come up. Because I know in working in a, in a board setting, when you present a paper for a decision and then a board member goes, oh, but what about this? No one's thought about it. And that means then it's important enough that the board want, well, I suppose, want to make sure that the right decision's made, then the decision gets delayed. If you can prep the executive with some other potential questions that might come up that don't necessarily need to be in the paper, but at least you know they're surrounding it, if they're ready to answer that next question, again, that can help the, the, the process at the board go a lot quicker. There's not sort of umming and ahhing or oh, we'll get back to you. There's like, yes, we've thought about that or yes, I've got that information here if you need it. Bang, here's the answer. Off we go. And so what you've done by preparing you know, preparing the agenda, so when doing the board papers and making, answering that next question, so preparing those three things, you then, as company secretary, effectively should be able to write a fair chunk and what we would call a shell of the minutes. Because you've got the agenda items, so you can fill that all in. You've got the decisions that are hoping to be made from all the papers that have been presented, so you can fill all that in. And that really leaves you a shell of minutes that you can then effectively just capture the discussion around those points. By having that shell in place, it allows you as the company secretary to be paying a lot more attention to the meeting rather than writing all the, the minutes as, or a lot of the minutes as you go, and really being able to distill the conversation down as you're going in that meeting and understand the decisions that are being made and the questions that are being asked. So now we get to the meeting proper, you should have you know, clear papers, a clear agenda, a good flow, decisions should be made quickly, all the information's in front of the directors. This is just gonna help the board meeting go a lot quicker, um, but not necessarily save time, but allow the, the right questions to be asked and allow directors the time to contemplate the decisions and make the best decisions for the company, which is the point of the board and what you get to as an effective board. So I'm not going to go that, that that's, that's sort of the, the end of the process, almost. The last step then in preparing for a board meeting is capturing those minutes and those action items and distributing them quickly after the board meeting. So that way you can then get into the flow of setting the agenda for the next meeting because you want to sign off that last meeting 
and have the actions captured the minute it's done and then roll into the next agenda item. So there are all the steps that we would take um, mechanically, I suppose, in terms of preparing for a board meeting. Now, there's a lot of stuff that might happen outside of that as well in terms of other communications that are happening um, and you know, making sure that information's flowing around at that path to create all those papers and, and answer questions directors have in the meantime. So that's, I suppose, why in, in some respects preparing or doing that company secretary work well does take longer than you'd expect, but also at the same time, it allows the board to act a lot more efficiently and hopefully come to a better decision or, or support decision-making that is more valuable to the organisation. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.